A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co/insomnia. Do you have children? If you do, you possibly remember the first two years of having babies. As parents, your sleep really suffered. So after the babies finally grew up a little bit, now imagine what it's like to have three children studying at home remotely while you are working from home. This is exactly what Arlene San Diego is experiencing day to day this year. So Arlene is a mom of three and is a health transformation coach. She is helping all moms to transform their own life and to enjoy their life better. So if you are a mom listening to this episode, or if you want to cheer up a mom around you, hopefully. Arlene's suggestions gonna be helpful to you. Welcome to Deep Into Sleep podcast. I'm your host Ishan. Let's welcome Arlene. Hey, welcome Arlene to Deep Into Sleep podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Really glad to have you because recently I've been interviewing a lot of female entrepreneurs who are moms, also trying to get idea how is everyone doing within twenty twenty, and how to like manage all the stress things like that. So, Arlene, how about you introduce yourself to our audience first? Hello, hello. My name is Arlene Santiago, and I help busy moms who are ready to lose up to thirty、uh, pounds. Uh, and increase their energy and increase their confidence for life. All right, so this is like, this is it, <laughs> right? Wow, that's your 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 weight and your health, and this is I'm the I'm it. <laughs> wow, this is a really interesting niche you are in. What got you interested in helping moms to lose weight? Well, you know,、um, I'm a mom of three. And、uh, after each child, it got harder and harder to lose the weight. So I, I, I completely understand the struggle, and I also understand, you know, what it can be like with the sleepless nights, and you know, not being able to get continuous sleep. It affects our bodies. It, it really wreaks havoc on, on it. Also, maybe feeling down on yourself as well, because for me. Every single time I had a child, <laughs> I was not in a good headspace. I was in not in a good headspace. Each child, and maybe you know, I did something wrong. I, I'm not sure, but my kids did not sleep through the night for like two years. Each of them,、mm-hmm. two years, and I mean, it it totally wreaks havoc on your sleep. Sure. Yeah, I have to say it's not something you are doing wrong.、Uh, mm-hmm. Even from our sleep science. Point of view. A lot of sleep specialists will tell people that oh, if you are new parents, expect the first two years your sleep gonna really be、uh, interfered negatively. It's just 
naturally, that's the most difficult time for a baby try to slowly develop their sleep rhythm and their brain, their body need to grow. And that's a big challenge for parents and three children. Wow. That means years of poor sleep. Yeah. So that's like at least six years of poor sleep. I love sleep. Okay. I'm one of the people that loves sleep. So, you know, it made me, I, I mean, it was very irritable, you know, you're very cranky and, you know, the emotional toll and physical toll it, that happens when you become a mom, it, it's a challenge for sure. Yeah. And we had another sleep specialist uh, several weeks ago talking about excessive body weight, how that can interfere with our sleep. So Mm -hmm. sounds like for moms with multiple children, the challenge, not only this child's sleep habit interfere with their own life, but also this body weight, gain weight, losing weight that can impact sleep also. Now, you know, what happens is, you know, we have these hormones, we have ghrelin, you know, we have leptin, ghrelin is the, um, you know, the hunger tells us when we're hungry and leptin tells us when we are full. Now, if you're not getting enough sleep, typically you're eating more and you keep on eating, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So <laughs> that's just what just what happens to our, to our bodies, and you know, and then we end up. We, a lot of moms we end up gaining additional weight because of what is happening, you know, in in our bodies. There's been research out there that if it, if it's only two nights that you don't get enough sleep, it's affected. You're hungry all the time. We're more hungry or hungry more often. You will eat more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, that's a myth a lot of people asking or thinking about. They think, well, I work really hard or I have to take care of children at night, so I'm not sleeping enough. That means I'm going to lose weight, right? But actually, it's the opposite because we do get more hangry. and We just crave sugar and carbs and those unhealthy stuff because we are losing sleep. Our body tries to somehow catch up. And like you said, exactly, that's part of the reason, I guess, why people start gaining weight if they are not sleeping enough. Plus for moms, I think hormone level already been changing within the body quite a lot. So it's really challenging, sounds like. A lot of times it's like we could just keep on doing this and going through the cycle over and over again of not having sleep and maybe even getting that habit of just eating that's those types of foods all the time. And then, you know, the weight, the weight comes on for me, at least there was a point where it was like, you know what, enough is enough. I need to do something. I need to do something. I feel like garbage, you oh, know, wow. I feel like garbage. I, I felt like I look, I looked like garbage and, you know, mentally I just, just was not in the right place all these things are circling and all these bad things are, it seems to be happening. Again, your mental space is just not the best. You know, I had to question like, why am I here? Why am I living? What's the point of me living when this is happening? And I feel like this, my mental state, I'm physically, I mean, I'm heavier, you know, I feel like just feel like junk. Yeah, definitely sounds like it gets a toll on your mental health, physical health, and like you're just not happy. You you don't feel great about yourself. And I guess that really triggered quite a lot of transformation, motivation inside of you. How did you get out of those darkness, those really upsetting moments? 
I had to think of better things. I couldn't think that I was the victim. I had to get out of the way I was thinking, to get out of this victim mentality, like, woe is me. I can't do anything about it and blame other people for that. It took a while, <laughs> but I had to take, you know, I had to make steps towards wanting something better for me and determining that I am worth it. And so are you all your moms. You are worth it. Don't put yourself on the back burner because if you put yourself on the back burner, your, your cycle of continuing to feel like shit oh, <laughs> will continue because you're telling yourself these things too. Oh, I, I feel like crap. Then you know what? If you feel like crap, you are crap. You know, I mean, I'm sorry to just lay that on there, but that's just, that's how it works. Whatever you tell yourself is what you become or what you are to you. I don't think any of us want to feel that way. There was, you know, a lot of affirmations or, you know, telling myself, no, that's not true. That's not true, Arlene. Oh, I can't do that. No. Is it true? I would ask myself, is it true? No. Or it could be, you know, well, no, not, I, we don't know that's true. Maybe it, was, it happened before, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Or maybe all those failures lead to some like enlightenment at, you know, at some point. Just keep on trying. Keep on trying is what I, I would tell myself. Wow, that's awesome because we we know, yeah, from psychological point of view, like what you do is mindset, how we think do lead to a lot of other things like lead to how we feel, how we react, and that eventually come back to impact the situation further and impact our thoughts further. So we can either stuck in a very negative thinking loop or a positive thinking loop. So you are really trying to adjust the self-talk and to make sure yourself is not the enemy of yourself. Yourself actually is a supporter and friend of yourself. That's amazing. That, that is, and that's true. You can be your worst enemy and you have to just be an advocate for yourself. Be assertive for you. Be, help those around you too. You know, because if you're healthy, you're helping everyone around you. You're helping your family because they're going to have a better side of you. Yeah, especially be a, being a mom, right? I know a lot of time in psychology, we say, well, put the, the mask on yourself first before you help your kids and other people. And you are doing that. And if you are in a good state and you are doing well, the whole family can definitely benefit from it. Yeah, exactly. And you can't think positively all the time. And some of those bad things, those limiting beliefs, like I can't do it, or no, it's not going to happen to me. Those things um, just creep up in your head. And, you know, one thing that you, you can do is I've heard cancel, clear, delete. So cancel, whatever thought, clear it up and it's gone. Right. Or stop, stop, squat and swat. So it's the same thing, acknowledge it, but then delete it because that, that should not be in your mind because it's not going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Sounds like changing how we think about that, how we talk to ourselves. It's a very important foundation or first step yes. in this whole process. Mm -hmm. A lot of women that I, you know, I speak to, that's a lot of it that's happening. So they'll like try to lose the weight and they'll go after these, these short things like 30 days, or I'm going to try keto, or I'm going to try this, you know, this quick fix. There can be a quick fix. We don't know how long that's going to last. And especially if you're mentally 
not strong enough is for yourself, not for like, you know, not touching food, but like knowing what the purpose is and what you want to do with your life or with, with your goal is and what your vision is. If that is not at the forefront of your mind, it's so easy to just get off track and just go in another like habit circle of gaining weight again. Uh Um, And I feel like people just need to recognize that there's no quick fix. I have all these bad habits and it took me years and years to get there. It's not going to happen quickly where you can reel everything back in, keep the weight off for life and be happy with yourself because it's a mental thing too. It's not just a weight and fat thing. Right. Sounds like you really are helping a lot of these moms to have or build a healthier relationship with food to, right, to understand how to eat food, how, what is healthy, what is not healthy and how that impacts their body weight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. So the holiday season is coming up and while this, we are talking and when this is going to be published, possibly right around the corner of the new year and or Christmas. So I'm wondering for a lot of moms, you know, for eating or overweight, sometimes it's the hormone, children and stress is a big part of that. So we, a lot of people do tend to stress eating. And also, of course, as we talk about sleep, it's part of that if we lose sleep. So around this time of the holiday season, do you have any suggestions or what people should be watch out for in terms of, you know, uh, food, eating, their body weight or that healthy habit building? So before that day, Christmas, Christmas Eve or whatever. I mean, I don't know if you know who if you're traveling or whatever, but that day, make sure to have breakfast. Make sure to have protein in your breakfast. Some type of protein, have a decent sized breakfast. I don't want you guys to just wait till like it's five o'clock and it's dinner time and then eat everything. And then before the big meal and every meal, have a big glass of water and avoid the bread. Because, you know, when you go to a restaurant, they have the bread there. Right. Yeah. Drink the water. (laughs) Don't have the bread because you're going to fill yourself on the bread. And then when you first get your your meal, start with the protein. So you don't start binging on all the carbs. Start with the protein. You know, if you want dessert, have dessert. Just be mindful of what you're eating. And like, especially with dessert for me, I want the dessert. Okay. So. I'll have my dessert and I'm going to enjoy every morsel of that pie or whatever, or chocolate, whatever it is. I am going to enjoy it because then it's worth it for me, you know? Um, but also, you know, have the water, you know, eat and have the protein to eat slowly, slowly. It's not, you know, it's because what happens when, if you don't eat till like five o'clock, you're going to be starving. So you're going to shovel everything and you're going to shovel everything in your mouth. That's too quick. Right. It takes a while for our brain to catch up with our with our stomach. So I would suggest that you would eat slowly and just enjoy enjoy the food that you have, you know, and that is there for you to eat. Oh, I like that. So sounds like don't starve ourselves <laughs> yeah, before so before turkey or any like a huge yeah. meal coming up, right? And the, the bread part is very interesting because they always, for me, I grew up in a culture that we don't eat bread like that. But when I came here, 
restaurant do that, I thought, oh, it, it, we're supposed to do that. But <laughs> I thought it's good for you, <laughs> but I'm wrong. Sure, really. It gets us to eat more of the wrong things, right? Because our palate, you know, when we get there, it's like, okay, we're hungry, let's eat this. And then a lot of times we're just full on the br- full of bread. Mm-hmm. And we know that bread is not great for us with some bits, you know, it's okay. But like all, all that bread, because we can have like, you know, maybe three of them, you know, right. and time your actual dinner comes, you're full, <laughs> you barely touch it. So just be mindful of what, what you're eating and enjoy the process. Enjoy the, enjoy the moment really. Yeah, definitely. I totally get it. But when I eat bread, sometimes some restaurants, the sauce is just so nice the bread is so great i just cannot stop eating it <laughs> it's like sugar i think i feel like well it, 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 it is like sugar right now um, it, it's it's grains but it turns into sugar but it's like sugar it just something triggers in your mind it's like oh i want more this is so good you know same thing yeah so why you suggest people eat uh protein first before carbs well as your body process things, fiber is like going to keep you the fullest. So if you want to have a salad first, okay, and then have the meat, that's fine too. Um, because I, I know a lot of people just, just skip the salad and they just go for the food, right? And that's why I say protein. But I mean, if we think about digestion, fiber goes through your digestion the slowest. So it stays and fat does too, and then protein, and then carbs. Carbs is the last thing. So it's when you go to a certain, when you go to a restaurant or something, or if you just have noodles, you know, you just have spaghetti, or you just have like ramen or something like that, you're hungry <laughs> a couple mm. hours later. Right. Of all the carb, because it just went, it just went through your system, right? So you want to have um, foods that will go slowly through your system so you can maintain the fullness. Ah, that's really good tips to know. So you give a lot of, sounds like you have a lot of knowledge about like eating habit and nutrition wise. And also you talk a lot of like mindset changing. Are this like what you use to work with moms the most? Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do. You know, as a health transformation coach, you know, we work on you. We work on you as a, as a person or me, me, I work on you. I help you, <laughs> but we work on your mindset. We work on your hab- your eating habits and we work on your uh, activity. So mm-hmm. as far as exercise. Oh, that's hard. This year, I think after we start working from home more, it took me a lot of strength to really get motivated, even do a little bit exercise. Yeah. And I feel like during this time, you know, during COVID, a lot of people are are feeling that way. I, I just had a conversation with somebody um, that she, since COVID started, she had gained 30 pounds since then. Wow. Right? She's not working. So that can take a toll on you mentally. So, you know, what I did suggest to her was, why don't you journal? Mm-hmm. It may not be fun, you know, to write something every day, but putting those thoughts and those feelings in somewhere other than your head will take less toll on, you know, mentally on you. And then eventually, you know, if she's working towards being healthy and being better over time, she's going to see the change of her thoughts. 
I see. Yeah. So use this kind of journaling, really writing and reorganizing, processing thoughts, the change slowly can mm-hmm. happen. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. I like that. So it sounds like really there are different ways for you to work with different um, person, whatever they need the most, what where they got blocked, and you really help them figure out ways to, to work around it. What would you say the biggest challenge you have noticed either in your own life, being a mom of three or other moms you have worked with? Any like really standing out challenge within 2020? I would say the stress level. The stress level of being a mom and, well, my kids are, they're not in school necessarily. They're work, they are in school remotely, right? So right now I'm working from home and they are here too. They like to come in and out of my office, <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, mom, mom, like I'm working, <laughs> you know? So there's that stress level, but they're still, you know, they're here, you know, and I'm so used to them not being here. So when I'm at home, I have my workspace. I mean, I have my workspace, but they're here and they're coming in and out. So it, it, it is a challenge for sure. My stress level is a little bit high, but over time, you know, you get used to it. You know, there's different techniques to, you know, to help out. I mean, breathing, getting some calm in myself helps a tremendous amount. And I don't mean breathing like just, you know, regular walking around breathing. I mean, intentional breathing in through your nose, into your belly, exhale out of your mouth, you know, so they and calming and having that breath, you know, to calm me down. You have to do it about 10 times. And I mean, it helps to sleep when I'm doing that breath to go to sleep too. Mm, wow. So sounds like, yes, I know this year, a lot of people don't have quite a lot of personal space anymore. Very hard to juggle between um, family life and work life because of space limits, especially kids are at home, you're at home. It's just a very fine line. Sounds like you are trying to do extra self-soothing, relaxation, or I can imagine meditation possibly can be helpful to some people to just have to take care of yourself extra. It helps to also be eating healthier food, Mm. so, so you're not as stressed. And then also I have a diffuser in the back. And then lavender is always in. Lavender is always in. <laughs> yeah, I have my Himalaya lights back oh, to the ground. Right. Yeah, hopefully, I, I hope that can clear the air for me. <laughs> in my office, I have uh, essential oil also to help with like me and my clients. If I still mm-hmm. go to office occasionally for children, patients. Yeah, so totally. So whatever we use our five senses sounds like can be really helpful. Yeah, so I hear a lot of challenge, but I hear very good, very inspiring um, points from you that how to deal with it, how to keep on, keep the hope up. If all the moms are listening, they feel also very stressed out and struggling some parts in their life or don't really like themselves, for some reason, do you have any final wisdom to tell out moms or other parents who are also listening? Give yourself some grace for the stuff that you have done 
and, you know, recognize that, you know, if you have not been taking care of yourself, that you are important and, you know, just as or more important than, you know, the people that are around you, because if you don't put the mask on first, what's going to happen to the, the people around you? Happy, happy mom, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because I mean, I mean, at least in my household, I'm the one that's doing a lot. I mean, I, 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 I carry the heavy load. I'm still working. I'm taking care of the kids. I'm doing all the shopping. I'm doing all the cooking. I mean, I mean, most of the cooking, at least. There's a lot. There has to be some time for you. So what I do is I do the deep breathing. I do sometimes I'll be doing the meditation. I go out. I exercise, I go out for a jog or I go out for a walk. I need that fresh air outside and it's cold here right now, but it doesn't matter. I need to be outside. I need some type of sun. You just need to take care of you. You, do, you really do. For yeah. You to your best life. Take care of you. That's wonderful. So take care of yourself. Whoever are listening, moms who are listening right now, please do take good care of yourself. So Arlene, if people like their moms want to find your service, they want to talk to you to get your help, how can they find you? They can um, go to my website, www.arlenesantiago.com. I have a, uh, a Facebook group. It's called Healthy and Fit Moms for Life with the number four. Oh, great. So in, in that group, every Wednesday I go live and talk about different topics based on what the group wants to hear. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking about strengthening bones. This week, I'm talking about um, manipulating the hunger hormones, right? So that's oh. tomorrow. Um, but yeah, every week there's, and we have guests at least once a month talking about different topics. Wow, that's wonderful. Yes, I will put all the links to our uh, show note page so people can listen to the show and directly click through your uh, website and Facebook group. Sounds like a really great Facebook group. So if anyone listening want to join, if we all want to get more great information, you can join Arlene's Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Arlene, for taking the time coming to the show today and sharing all this wonderful information with our audience. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I totally agree with Arlene. I want to say to all the moms out there, you are beautiful. You are great. And you can get through all the challenges. You deserve to treat yourself well. So if you have any personal stories you want to share with me, if there's anything you have done to help you this year to balance your work and life, please leave me a message and let me know. If you want to talk to Arlene, I will put all her information on the show note at deepintosleep.co. If today's episode bring you any warmness in this cold winter, I would be really happy. Thank you for listening. This is your host, Ishan, and I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently. And there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk. And our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. 
please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co/insomnia.